lovers quarrel. It's a long sustained quarrel. What's going on, world? Hey, everybody. It's your guy, TJ, Mr. New Cool. And it's your girl, Danny. You're super sluggish Sasquatch. It's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. You can tell I'm back at work, amongst other things. One of those, you hate to be there, but you love to be there. Yeah, it's not even, and I can't even actually blame work. It's just... Like work itself, it's just. Well, I'll get into it with my elevator, but you know, I How fucked are you up. Doing? Um, a little better. It's been a rough week and change. Yeah, you had to go to the hospital. So urgent care. Yeah, I took myself. That's my elevator. Is it? Yeah. Well, let's let's get on this elevator. Let's press these buttons. Are um, you going up or down? I'm going down. Let's go down. Going down. <laughs> I fucked up, y'all. Talk about it. Um, I just been struggling real bad trying to eat things that don't that didn't give me nausea or feel like it was stuck in the middle of my chest, and I wasn't drinking enough, and I ended up getting really dehydrated to the point that like once I really started going back to work this week with the kids there, I was like dying a slow death. It felt like. So yesterday, or by the time this comes out, two days ago, we had an early release day because of the heat. My school doesn't have air conditioning. And I took myself to urgent care, and they were like, they took one look at me, and they were like, yeah, you're dehydrated. And so I had to get two bags of IV fluid, you know, and lay there for a little bit. Although, like I said, it was like a nice little mini vacation because they gave me a little warm blanket. And they, you know, turned off the lights and I was just kind of in there chilling. Um, and I did feel like a lot better as far as it curbing like the nausea. But, you know, it's still really I'm I'm really struggling, I think, mentally and like physically with the adjustment um, and not being able to just kind of like pick up and eat something or drink something is like and having to make. And feeling like you have like so many limitations on what you can in- consume right now is frustrating. And then you end up not eating anything, and then you end up feeling nauseous. And then when you're nauseous, you really don't want anything to eat or drink. And then you end up in urgent care. And so you know, I'm disappointed in myself because I know I'm like I'm smarter than this, um, and I don't want to get so unhealthy that I like hurt myself more. So can I get an apology? I mean, that was coming in my relationship tip, but since you want to jump the gun, what I mean, exactly do you want your apology for? Yeah, I don't know what your relationship tip is, but I want an apology because when I was nauseous and I didn't want to move and I didn't want to do anything, you were in your feelings and complaining about it. And now that you're going through it, you're seeing exactly what I was going through. I I am getting gaining a little bit more perspective as to your experience. Um I also I mean, I didn't go to urgent care, but no, you also didn't go back to work for eight nine weeks. Listen, you are an overachiever, and that I mean that's the real problem. Because my first week, two weeks, I was home resting, and you were gallivating, gal- gal- gallivanting, gallivanting. There you go. I, where was I gallivanting to? I went you from went here to, to my Sailor school. You went to your school. You were doing a whole bunch of stuff that you were not supposed to do. You're supposed to be resting, taking walks, but resting. You were doing full 
You was acting like you were normal. I counted it as walking. I get cabin fever very easily. Yeah, well, I just... So I just wanted to be other places and rest. Yeah, but the whole idea that you need to rest, like you just had major surgery. I mean, it's not like super major, but you had major surgery. So they tell you to walk, but they don't say travel the world. They don't say, oh, you have cabin fever. Make sure that you don't stay home. Like the whole idea is that you're resting. You're letting your body heal. So that way you can then do whatever you want to do. But. Okay. Be great. Well, that is ultimately my elevator. I fucked up. I was disappointed in myself. I don't want to let myself get that far again. It doesn't feel good. I'm still, you know, trying to get more fluids. And I did better today than I did yesterday. And I'm going to do better tomorrow than I did today. Um, but it's also kind of hard because I'm in a line of work where, like, I have to do a good amount of talking. But I got to, you know. Yeah, so that's even more reason, of a reason why you need to do the things that you're supposed to do. I agree with you. I'm just highlighting the conflict. That's all. But, um, you know, I don't want to feel sluggish or something. That's why I said, like, it isn't really even work. Like, the kids, you know, I'm fine with that. But it's the trying to just function, you know, like being depleted after the, at the end of the day. And I'm like, I can't go on like that. But I do have a doctor's appointment Friday. You're welcome. Yeah, TJ told on me to our, our surgeon. So I got to go in tomorrow and probably get fussed at. But... Rightfully, yeah. rightfully so. If he I do, might give you other tools, or he may move you up. I mean, it's different stuff, but yeah, but, you are. Yeah, but that that's pretty much it. I'm I'm owning it. I'm acknowledging it. I'm taking you know it's big for you, right? I'm taking ownership. Very big. Yeah. So with that, I step off the elevator into the lobby. I'm staying down. Oh, okay. Going so down. It's based off of this situation, you know, moment of transparency. Um, with Danny not doing what she's supposed to do and her feeling the way that she feels, but not voicing it and having open communication, it was a down for me. Um, it put me in a space of unreadiness, on un- being unsure, um, doubting myself. Um, being a husband, but your wife doesn't doesn't uh, confide in you. Mm. Uh, it hurts. So that was it was it was a down moment for me because Danny and I went through the same thing, and it's like I can help you, or I can try to help you, or I can get you the resources. And instead, you would rather not say anything and become sick, you know. Um, so that was a low point for me. And it wasn't trying to make you feel that way. I think it's, it had more to do with myself and being like, I could push through, I, I'll, I'll get it together and try to, you know, be every woman. And I, I know that that's, and like, I guess you use the term overachiever and I realize that that but can't always be the case. Yeah, and there's also, sometimes in life that you have to be able to take a back seat. It's sometimes that you have to ask for help. I know you don't like to, and but these are one of those things. And and not even for, like, my ego or, or anything like that, but we're talking about your health. Like, the fact that you had to go to urgent care to get some to get 
fluids, it's like this could have been prevented. And mm-hmm. you know, I think I think sometimes uh, you kind of touched on it when you like mentioned how you felt before we recorded, like when this actually happened and about how it like hurt you. And you, but you did highlight one other part of it, which was kind of like, if it's because I don't, if I when you what you said to me was kind of along the lines of like, is it if it's because I don't say things or respond a certain way, then that makes you not want to talk to me. Then like you like kind of like apologize for that. I did, and I. But think, my thing also with that is, you have to let me know. You know what, babe. I need your help and I need you to be able to do it this way or, or, or whatever. I feel like the communication has to be there. And the fact that there isn't communication there, that's like someone cheating and not, te- and, and, and then telling their partner when they get caught, like it's because of you or you forced me to do this. And that may be a bad correlation, but I kind of get what you're saying, but and I agree. You it, didn't give me an opportunity to even try to correct my wrong or fix my wrong. So I'm in. I'm, I'm here thinking that everything is good and it's not good. Yeah, and I've and I, I realize that and I recognize it and I am vowing to do better. And, and like it's it's twofold. Like it's definitely like it's. I would say in this situation, it's like eighty five percent me, and it was like fifteen percent of that because you know sometimes it's like. You know, we all know TJ on this podcast and in life, most of us. And sometimes he's not, he doesn't mince words oftentimes. So a sensitive cancer such as myself uh, struggles with that. And is, it, it, you know, I get the, the message gets lost in the delivery. So, but that's, you know, that's still for me to communicate that to you so that hopefully you can see it and acknowledge it and change it too. But I apologize. I hope you forgive me. Sure. I forgive you. That sounded so heartfelt. I do. All forgiven. Hopefully you forgive me. I do. I always do. I always forgive you. Anyway. Okay. Well. Let's get off this weak ass elevator. Whatever. Well, now it's time for the relationship tip of the week. I, my relationship tip kind of already was covered because you took it. So I guess I didn't really take it, but well, it was about communication. It It was like I was going to just highlight communication again. So So I'll win and I'll take that. I will will give you this one. That's this is the first one I will give you. And it's on wax. That's what they used to say back in the day because it used to be on a wax. Anyway, I'm aware. Yeah. I'm going to take this victory. Um, I'm going to say for my relationship tip, learn to prioritize your partner, your friendships, and everything else. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, you know, we can get busy in life. And mm-hmm. being parents, being uh, spouses, being friends, dealing with work, just dealing with life. And you can prioritize like your friends out of your life and everything else. Or you could prioritize your, your significant other out of your life because that's my significant other. They're always going to be there. Mm-hmm. But we need to work on prior- prioritizing 
if that means that once a week I'm going to send a text message to my best friend because just just to make sure that they are good or, you know, every two weeks or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or if I'm going to make sure that every Saturday or once a week I'm going to take my significant other out or we're going to have time to spend and, and just so I can let that person know how special they are. We just have to work on on that. I think that that would help with a lot of relationships. I think that would help with with the friendships. I think it will just help with people feeling good. At least mm. this is what I would prefer. I want to be prioritized. So I can understand that. I can respect that. It's always feels good to be put first. Sometimes it's always well for me. It feels good to be thought of. It yeah. feels good to be, you know, hey, babe, how you doing? I just thought about you. It makes you feel good. So that's my tip to y'all. Uh, so I went on a double-double because Danny conceded and then I dropped the jewel real quick. So It's still one win. Nah, it's going to be a double-double. You, why do you be fucking cheating? How am I cheating? It's a double-double. Anytime I've won, it's not because. Because you don't win on double-doubles. Oh, my God. You barely win, so... I barely win? Okay. See, this is why you can't concede with niggas, because you are arrogant and... I'm not arrogant. Ungrateful. truthful, so, you know. And ungrateful. But thank you for that uh, nice little, you know, jewel, that cubic zirconia. <laughs> and um, with that, we're going to smooth, or excuse me, not smooth, push right along to... Where you gonna, what were you going to say? I don't know. We're going to smooth along? We're going to smooth into this? <laughs> Listen, I'm dehydrated. Oh, yo, I can't, that's another thing. So now I'm going to hear this for like the next year. I can't even cry right now. I got to save all my... Your liquids? My, my liquids. All my bodily fluids got to just stay in. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of control. Now we can go into my word of the week. Yes. What is the the word of the week? The word of the week is... Concomitant, mm. naturally accompanying or associated. Their example was concomitant means accompanying. If you run into some, if you run into someone that you have a crush on, you might feel nervousness with a concomitant forgetfulness. Mm. So, like when Danny first met me, she I had. Would- I have what? You had this feeling. You were concomitant. Was I? Yes. How so? I... When you first saw me, you was like, you had this nervousness. Uh, nervous is not the word. Forgetful. Nervous is not the <laughs> word I would use to describe how I felt when I first Listen, saw you. Let me tell my story where I want to tell my story. <laughs> okay. Right? Can you spell it? All right. Let me make sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. Concomitant. Yes. C O N C O M I T A N T. How the fuck? Did you look it up? No. I just broke it down. Shout out to you. And the spelling bee champ. I mean, I just took a DNA test. Turns out anyway. I'm 100% that bitch. When you had your spelling bee in eighth grade, you weren't, so. What was the seventh grade? It was eighth grade. Okay. The word was convenience. Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to take a... You could have had a bad bitch. We're going to take a committal. break. Not committal. 
hear a message from our sponsor, Gain Sports Gear. Hey friend, it's time for you to ditch those workout gloves and get the grip and wrist support you deserve. What do you suggest? You need to get the Gains Load and Lock Grips by Gains Sports Gear. They are more durable than gloves, have a non-slip grip pad that provides grip support and added wrist support unlike your traditional workout gloves and will protect your hands from calluses. Do they come in different colors? Not only do they come in different colors, but they are available for men and women. Do yourself a favor. Go to gainsportsgear.com. And remember, a better grip equals a better lift. Embrace the process. And you too can embrace the process by using our codes LOVERS10. That's L-O-V-E-R-S-10 at Gaines, G-A-I-N-Z, sportsgear.com. And now, back to the episode. All right. And we are back. And now it is time for a listener letter, or as TJ likes to call them, a lover letter. Or is that, I guess that's what you call them, since you want to call these folks lovers. Yeah, I do call them my lovers. I'll never fully get on that bandwagon. That's cool. All right. Yo, you don't want me to have no parts with that. All right. So this question comes in, and it says, Dear TJ and Danny, since y'all are married and have been together for years, what would you suggest for married folks and or couples um, to do about surrounding themselves with people who also have experiences in relationships or are in relationships? I ask because most of me and my fiance's um, friends aren't in long-term relationships And I tend not to converse with my single friends that we have because I believe that when we talk about relationships, their advice and opinions come from a biased space. Thanks, Tanya. Thank you, Tanya. Oh, give me a sultry voice. I was just talking. You you were putting a little. Just talking to my lover. Oh, so when 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 Tanya would you talk like that to Timothy? I'm just asking. Anyway, go ahead, Danielle. Oh, okay, Terrence. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, um, Tanya, I I feel like for me and TJ, it kind of happened like organically. And it honestly took time because TJ and I, for the longest time, we were like the steady couple, the long-term couple, the only consistent couple in our circles of friends. So we spent a lot of time just being friends with our single friends and being friends with their person like as they were dating and going through relationships. And sometimes we would get to know their partner and sometimes we didn't. And then when they broke up, we would just, they'd kind of move on. And then now that we're older and like a lot of our other friends are married or long-term or engaged, now we've kind of got this like collection of like friends who are also couples Um, that we hang out with and we have experiences with. So I don't think it's bad having single friends or communicating with your single friends because even single friends, most of them have been in some form of a long-term relationship. So even if they're not dating or engaged or married right now, it doesn't mean that they don't have things that they can contribute to or that you can't go out with them with your fiancé if that's the, the relationship that you, your fiancé, and like your other couple of friends may have. Um, I also think it depends on what you're trying to get from from your friends. Mm-hmm. We weren't looking for couples. We weren't like mm-hmm. we wanted couple friends so we can have couples conversations mm-hmm. because only couples can have an opinion or, or, or a thought. 
we had friends and if they dated then I mean you kind of do double dates or whatever but I think it just depends on what you're looking for but if you're trying to find like-minded people like couples and and, and people who's in long-term relationships I mean you could try to like find a group on like online or something okay. or, I, that's what I was thinking I was like is there like an app for that like I need a couple friends well if you use what's the move <laughs> that's true shout out to Taki yeah but I just think that you would need to figure out what you're looking for in a friend because when my friends were single I would I wasn't like I can't hang out with them because they were in a relationship like or like he and I couldn't hang out with them like yeah. if they were my friends too like so, we just there's been so many times where it would be like me, TJ, and Eric, or me, TJ, and Rye, or me, TJ, Rye, and Eric. When we were like, and like, and they they were like two single friends because his line brother, my line sister, but like we were all friends, so we hung out together. And you know, I also think too, it's like it's also I think sometimes like how the dynamic there because if it doesn't feel like like a third wheel, then it's totally it's pretty organic. I feel like it should be. But that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It depends on what they're what they're looking for. If they're looking for trying to find these people, then they're gonna have to go into spaces and kind of be open. Yeah. And that's not really our mo. And yeah. We're never gonna be like going I... places trying to find people. Yeah. And just because, you know, I know you said that they're they're biased. You know, they're coming from a biased space, but you're coming from a biased space. You know, we can only come from what we know. Mm-hmm. And you know, so that that shouldn't deter you per, mm-hmm. per se. Just because they give you their advice doesn't mean that you have to take their advice, or you know. So, and sometimes they give good advice. I mean, you just have to pick and choose who you communicate what what about your relationship with. But that's excuse me with anyone. So you know, be mindful, but don't relegate yourself to having. I need to only have couple friends because I'm in a committed relationship. Like that just isn't always necessary or the case. Having some works and that's great, but it doesn't mean that like, you know, you have to actively seek them out and shun your single friends. It just let it happen. I agree. So with that, we close on that letter. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you, Tanya. Oh, you're not going to be like, thank you, Tanya. Tanya, Nicole. I love you, Mo. Keep going. That's all I got. That's all you know. That's all I remember. I didn't really start appreciating Martin until I got yeah. with you. Yeah, I was going to ask. Like, did you watch Martin? I mean, I watched it growing I, up, but I didn't like. I thought think you it watched was... more of like the Brady Bunch, stuff like that. No, I didn't watch the Brady Bunch. Oh, you didn't? No. Oh, okay. I watched Living Single, bitch. Oh, okay. First of all, what you're not going <laughs> to do is make a face at Living Single. I, I didn't. Living Single was okay. Living Single is amazing. It was okay. Living for, Sing- for what it was, it was okay. I would watch Living Single over Martin any day of the week. You're bugging. Any day of the week. You're sniffing coke. I Smoking crack rocks. What you call it? I hitting would- the crystal meth pipe. All right, Franklin. Let's not even do that. First off, that's an amazing show. Shout out to Taiki because he plugged me on where to watch it at. Mm-hmm. Snowfall, the little I've seen, it has been very good. Snowfall is amazing. I also started watching Pose. That's actually pretty good, too. Pose is amazing. I have to watch season two. Season two just wrapped, so I'm just going to binge 
all of season two. We can oh. do that. Hopefully, you, you can find some time in your really busy schedule. Hopefully. Yeah. I watched it over the summer, so that's oh. when I catch up on things. You prioritize. I get it. Mm-hmm. I did. I started when I was getting my hair braided. I love how, like, so many, like, cisgendered, like, hetero men are, like, admitting that they watch Pose. Because it's just, like, it's a good show in general. I mean, I'm going to watch good TV. I'm going to watch whatever I want. So, I, I know. You, I don't care. You're not what, one to... Yeah. But... What? <laughs> speaking of that, how do you feel about... Malik Yova coming out and saying that he's attracted to trans women. Mm-hmm. I don't see anything wrong with it. I did hear now that he was like paying for it back in the day or supposedly, supposedly, whatever. Allegedly. But if you put that to the side, I don't see anything wrong with it because the, the message I got was that like women are women. And so if, if he looks at you and he sees a woman and you present as a woman and he's attracted to you, then that's going to be it. And, like, I I have no problem with that. Like, who, whoever you're attracted to is who you're attracted to. It's not my place to say anything, nor is it my business. And if and a trans woman is still a woman, so it does not I, bother me in the least. I think it's, um, I think his, his reasoning behind coming out to say that was honorable because of a, a young man who committed suicide because he was being basically mocked, teased, or whatever, harassed for openly dating a trans woman. Mm-hmm. And that, like, that we have to move away from that narrative that, like, oh, you're dating a trans person, that means that deep down you're gay or something like that because that, that like, transphobia and homophobia is exactly why people are killing themselves. So if he likes, if he likes, if he likes, fuck it. Hey, my, you know, that's his business and more power to him as long as he's safe and he's dealing with consenting adults, rock out. So that's how I feel about it. How do you feel about it? I don't know yet. What gives you pause? I don't think anything gives me pause per se. I just want to, I want to make sure that he's doing it for like genuine reasons and it's not like. Mm -hmm. So it's not what he's saying. It's like why he's saying it. Or. I mean, I I understand why and and I see it, but it's just kind of like, are you saying it now because you know, you've kind of hit your your plateau uh, uh, in your career and and now it's like a safe thing. Mm. You, you know what I mean? Like, he has nothing to lose. Yeah, you have nothing to lose. I mean, he's still a working and actor, so he could no, lose. He 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 is a working actor, and he's supposed to be coming out with a New York Undercover reboot. So it's like, are you doing it because of that? I mean, listen. Like who you like, love who you love. What would happen? I, I also feel like you don't have to say things. And it was like, for me at least, like if I was interested in trans women, I, I, I wouldn't. Broadcast it? Yeah, I would have no reason to broadcast it because I'm going to do what I'm going to do regardless. I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to do stuff for people's approval. Well, he may not be doing it for approval. It could be just to bring awareness. Okay. Because the more people talk about things, the less stigmatized they become. I understand that. But you can also, I feel like you can also bring awareness by just talking about it. You can. But, I mean, I guess I mean, to play devil's advocate, it's like. In the forefront, I I guess. And if you have like a larger platform. No, I'm not. I'm saying. So if he would have came out and said. I want to advocate for transgender women 
to say that they are women and that they need to be respected as women, how would that have differed than I myself am attracted to trans women? So I think it's like he made the message more about himself than like the people that he was talking referencing. Well, that's why I'm also saying that I, I just I need more information. This may be the only time because, you know, when I needed more information from Kanye, he wanted to shoot me. So, you know, this may be the only time that I can get more information and, and, and it's not going to be a problem. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I can kind of understand what you're saying. I'm I'm going to try to assume the best and that it's coming from a genuine place to raise awareness and to destigmatize things. But, I mean, we can never truly know, especially if we're not in that person's shoes. No, listen, I'm, I mean, watching Pose definitely, I mean, opened up my eyes more to the backlash, the negativity, the the, the, the fight, the hate that the gay community receives. Mm-hmm. And specifically the trans community. Yeah, I mean, but... it. it it breaks down the layers. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what when we had Kayla on, mm-hmm. and they were stating how. See what I did there. Yes, I see. You used the proper pronouns. They were explaining how you know, how it's hard to be, gay but also trans, and mm-hmm. seeing it, and seeing how they were treated, and you know. I mean, listen, it's already on season two. So one of the main characters got a sex change. Mm-hmm. And her sugar daddy mm-hmm. loved the fact that she... Had a penis. Had a penis, yeah. Yes, electro abundance. And as soon as she got the sex change, her sugar daddy got rid of her. He cut her off so fast. And, got, so. and, and then bought a next one. And then when she went out on, on a date, it was the same thing. Like, she had an ad out. This was like the eighties, so or mm-hmm. yeah, it's based in the eighties, seventies, or late eighties. Late eighties. So she had an ad out, and she had me and with another sugar daddy, and she told them that she's had the sex change, and he was like, "That's misleading. Like, you should check. Have, you should have, you should have put that inside of your ad." But just to think that they're kind of a. Sorry, sorry, y'all. I, I, I can't think of the word. Like but fetishized? Yeah, that that mm-hmm. is like, we're not supposed to be doing this, but I want to do this. And it's not wrong, but it's, so I. It's a lot. It's, yeah. It's, it's opening your eyes. It's peeling back the layers some. I mean, I knew that they had a had it tough, but I didn't understand yeah. how tough. Or but it, it helps, I didn't get to see. Even though the characters are fictional, it puts a, a face and a connection to the experiences that, like, people who are like Blanca, who are like Electra, who are like Angel, who are like... Damon. Damon, who are like uh, Ricky, are, like, and, like, what they faced during that time. Yeah, it's, it's what they faced during that time, but it still holds to this day. Yeah. There's still people who hate that their child is gay and banish them and make them, kick them out the house and... That was abuses a hard, them. That was and, a hard scene too. So it's that's tough. Yeah, and it's it's like watching that. You know, as a parent, like that scene, and it was like the first episode where like when they put Damon out. Yeah. And I was like, 
I would never, ever in a million years, like, ever do that to Tatum. And I mean, listen, it's a different time. And, it is. And we are different from, from our parents and, and everything else. But, you know, it's I don't see us doing that. But I, I can see how in that time it's something new, something that's negative and, you know. Our generation are 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 dreamers. I, I would say we're we're more open, mm-hmm. whereas our parents' generation was more like by the book and this is what they say. You know, the Bible says you're not supposed to get tattoos, and the workplace doesn't want you to have tattoos. But now, in the workplace, your manager mm-hmm. has sleeves and, mm-hmm. and my everything principal else. has a sleeve. So I'm just saying that the times are mm-hmm. different. So yeah. But it just, we have to honor people's humanity. I think that, like, the world would be a better place if we just treated, like, it's the golden rule. Treat others like how you wanted to be, want to be treated. 100%. I, I agree. I, Everyone has a level of humanity to them. And if we acknowledge the humanity in people, regardless of race, sex, creed, sexual orientation, where they fall on the gender spectrum, you know, religion everything in between like the world would be so much of a better place because if what you're what you eat don't make me shit and so what you do and who you love and how you pray if that's what you're doing and it's not hurting anybody go for it i just think we just have to be nicer it costs nothing to be nice it costs nothing to you know you see a homeless person on the street and you say hello you know or you want to buy them you know you're buying yourself a meal and they're there or you see them out there, so you want to buy them a meal. Like it just costs you nothing to be nice, and I think that we have to get that back. Mm-hmm. And I think there's nothing wrong with asking questions. It's it's, it's okay to not you say understand. asking questions. What do you mean? Meaning, if you come across somebody who's from a walk of life or uh, lives a life that you've not grown up accustomed to or you've never experienced before, we let our lack of understanding breed fear, as opposed to asking questions to alleviate the lack of an understanding if we were to take the time to ask questions and to in a respectful manner of people to gain understanding we also might be in a better place as a world because now i'm not looking at you tj and saying oh he looks different from me he must be scary he must be sent off um versus asking like do you think that's taught i feel like that's taught it is hate is taught yeah I think Little that stuff is, is taught. No and one we knows. We got to unlearn a lot of shit. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's up to us and, and the next generation and to, to teach the old generation, but also to teach the new generation that because someone is different, it doesn't mean it's a negative or, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So. Well, good chat, baby. You were very enlightening. Very enlightening. Danielle. And with that, we can now go into our quarrel. What is our quarrel, love? Our quarrel is that we don't have a quarrel. Instead, I feel like we should do something a little different. Mm. Um, so with this, I wanted to... I mean, and this may turn into a, a, a quarrel, but I wanted to ask Danny a, a question. And mm. what is your relationship fears or fear? 
My relationship fears. Um, I mean, I guess like the obvious one would be like divorce. Why is that a, a fear? Because I believe that there's really nothing, there's very little things that could happen between you and I. I mean, taking it back to one of our first episodes, cheat or beat, right? Cheat or beat. Outside of those two things, like there's not, there should be really nothing that we couldn't overcome. Um, you don't think people can grow apart? I, I do. I just don't see us growing apart. But um, another fear, I guess, of mine would be. Um, I mean, I guess maybe growing apart would be the other fear, which I guess would be the third thing, right? Because it's it's not fair to just hold on to something just because it is the status quo if you're not truly happy or something, you know, things change over time. But, you know, you are my best friend. You are somebody who I lean on, who I love, who even though through the ugly and the difficult times that I, like, choose to be with. Like, I make the choice every day to want to be with you and I choose you every day even when I can't fucking stand you and so to think that like there would be a point in time where I just stop caring like really stop caring and be okay with that I think that kind of makes me nervous too do you feel like that can like why would it make you nervous if that's not how you feel because I think anything's possible but it's just not it's not what I believe is going to be my reality, but I mean, I can't sit here and pretend like it hasn't happened to the best of couples, you know, the That's ones fair. that we thought always had it together, you know, but we know that like perception is reality. But I guess those would be my biggest fears. What about you? Um, I think not being a good husband or not fulfilling my... Uh, your requirements mm. you know like if I failed at being a good husband or failed at being what whatever you whatever your image of me is mm-hmm. that would be my fear I think that's that's fair but my expectations of you I mean even though I, I like to think that all of them are valid or whatever it doesn't mean that like if you don't live up to him, that I'm going to wash my hands of you or something like that. I didn't say that. I'm just saying that f- for me, I, I, I pride myself. And this question has come more so out of what has transpired with the dehydration situation. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't come to me. I failed. I okay. didn't know. I failed. So that's a fair it's a fear that like oh shit like your wife was sick and you're there with her but you didn't know i got you and i guess it's i just didn't want you to worry about me but i get yeah, but, i 100% but, get but what you're saying but that's what relationships are about if that was the case then why did we get married why why did we get married for you to keep how you're feeling or, or whatever to yourself like I 100% get it and I shouldn't have done it 
Yeah, and, and I'm not saying it to point fingers or anything like no, that. No, I know you're not. I don't, I'm I don't just sense saying that. that, you know, so, so for me, that's a fair. I don't really think about the other stuff, even though I know it can happen. Listen, people fall out of, fall out of love and there's different things and, you know. I guess my other fear would be if we did not work, us not being friends. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I guess it would depend on what, you know, if we just drifted as apart. As long as I don't cheat or beat, then we should still be friends, right? We would probably have a better chance of doing that. Anything outside of that, fuck you for life. You can't say that. We're, we're bound together for life. Yeah, through Tatum. I don't have to talk to you about anything else besides her. You're right. But I wanna, I wanna do this thing with you. I wanna, I wanna ride this wave that is life with you. Yeah, you said you you've making this uh, announcement like, like when you breaking up or something. Oh my gosh, no. I'm just saying. And plus, like I said, you got all my best thought and bop in years. You listen, it's thought and bops who are forty, fifty, sixty, so. They what? say that people in nursing homes have the, have a high STD rate. They do. Because they don't give a fuck no more. Who need a condom? We ain't getting pregnant. <laughs> exactly. So. That's scary and funny and it's sad. I'm just saying, so. They just be out there. and bopping. They just be just taking out their dentures and exactly. going and to town. Exactly. They're like, go see Joanne in room 4B. Oh, no. She take care of everybody. Oh my goodness, Joanne for everybody. So, I think those would be my my biggest things. Um, I would hope that it mean you did not work, we could still be friends. More so, I mean, we have a daughter together, but I just feel like we we were friends first before we were in a relationship. Lovers. Yeah, lovers. I think we would be able to be, um, and. Like I said, unless somebody did something really foul or egregious, but we would also like... See, but I'm, I'm, I'm different with that, too. Even if, if something foul or egregious happened, I feel like that's a situation. That's something that happened in a situation, and situations can be forgiven. Situations can be forgiven. And that's just me sometime. talking about from my... This is my own opinion. Certain ones can be forgiven, yes. I feel like anything can be forgiven. See, my fear would be that if we were to, and even if we were trying to still be friends or whatever, you'd be like, "Oh, we not even married." I'm a really, t- I'm a really talk to her reckless now, and really, I'm really gonna talk to you reckless. Cause you, you know how you be on. You be like anybody in the street. You know, I, I talk to everybody the same. I do, but I don't. And if I'm not your wife no more, I'm like, I've knocked down. But you're still my child's mother, so I don't think I would talk to you super crazy. The only only way I, I would talk super crazy is if you I did something. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To your old best friend. The only reason why she got these these harsh words oh my God. was because she was trying she was trying to be cute. But she got to demonstrate growth. We were, that was fifteen I'm, years ago. But I'm just showing you that I was cool. I was cool until she until she started the name calling and being disrespectful. And then it was and just you're like, like then taking the gloves it. off. Jugular. Fuck it. I have nothing to lose now, so. My goodness. Well, thankfully, that won't be our our narrative. Hopefully, God willing. Because we in it for the long haul, right? Sure. Fist bump. Fist bump. 
Make it fireworks. Make it fireworks? Damn, that didn't make sense. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe it's both. Listen, it's obvious that my wife is getting tired. Y'all know She's going to say that it's dehydration. It is dehydration. Listen, I thank y'all for tuning in. You know, I had to pay her lawyers just to get her on the episode. <laughs> you know, she's acting like a diva. You'll get my retainer. And, you know, I got to talk to her lawyer just to get her on. But, but in all seriousness, thank you for taking the time out to listen to another episode of Lover's Quarrel. Um, if you have any questions, concerns, uh, you want to send us a lover letter. Our email is loversquarrelshow at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Twitter at loversquarrel7. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on IG at loversquarrelshow. And we appreciate y'all. Definitely. Um, we love having this conversation, even when she's being dull and Sasquatch slow. Right? That's what you said. You're a slow Sasquatch. A sluggish sluggish Sasquatch. I think Sasquatch. I did pretty damn good this episode for someone who had to have two not one but two iv bags <laughs> of fluid i'm sorry You're laughing at my pain you're kind of like, like michael jordan in the flu game i am you want to name this episode flu game yes okay as always we, i'm your guy tj oh, and i'm your girl danny and you know that we fuss we fight but we, we love, love. bye, bye. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye.